Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Home Alone, Terrified. This just happened and I'm still shaking. I'm terrified that whatever that was might come back. I can't stop shaking, my fingers are quivering as I pack this out on the keyboard. Everything in my head is telling me that it could have happened, that I was seeing things or that is was a night terror. As much as I hate to admit, it had to be real. I know good and well that I am sane, but the fear I have borders on trepidation. I wanted to post this to Reddit and ask for help if anyone knows what this might be, or if anyone has a similar experience. What I saw, what happened, please hear me out. Hear me out and believe that it is the truth, and that I am of sound mind. It stared when I was home alone, cliche I know, but hear me out. I was sitting on the couch in the den watching house, it was about eight and my parents, brother and two sisters had just left to get dinner roughly thirty minutes ago. I, being sick with a strep virus that has been going around, stayed home. Just me and my two dogs who were in my brother's room just down the hall. I had just let them out five minutes ago and put them in there. So I sat, couch-locked with a bowl of hot soup in Dr. Gregory House. Everything was good. 
I'm sitting, watching, eating when there is a knock at the door. I really don't want to get up and answer the door, so I just sit there. Ignore it, and it'll go away, right? I finish my soup and lay down. I figure I'll try to get some sleep. The minute I close my eyes, there is another knock at the door. I ignore it again. I close my eyes, resolved on counting sheep. Thud, thud. Someone is pounding on my door. I lean up and look over the couch to see who the hell is beating down my door at this hour. No one. It is pitch black outside. I look over at the oven clock, 10.47. I'm pretty freaked out. I sink low into the couch to make sure that, if there was someone out there, they could see me. I watch the window on the door for a good long while, hoping to catch whoever was knocking. Not a sound, just dead silence. Maybe they saw that the TV on and left. I close my eyes again thinking that they had just left. Clearly no one was going to open the door for them. Thud, 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 louder this time. I was torn from my sleep and throw into a state of panic. Someone was out there, waiting. I turn off the TV making sure it was as dark inside as it was outside. I wait for my eyes to adjust and slip into the kitchen, crawling on my hands and knees. I can't see the front door from the kitchen so I hurry. I grab a knife from the drawer expecting the worst, expecting the door to give way to whoever was pounding on it. Thud, thud, thud again louder. I clench the knife in my hand as tight as possible, preparing for a fight. I inch over to the corner and peer out. Nothing was there. I watch the door, still nothing out there. The porch light is on, but I still can see anything. I need to call to someone, but I left my phone in my room, which is to the immediate left of the front door. I walk down the hall, making sure I'm not visible from the front door. Finally I reach my brother's room, maybe our dogs will scare them off. But the dogs aren't in there, the room is empty. I put the dogs in there, I know I did, where the hell are they? Where is my family? They left at 6.30 and now it is nearly 11. I close the door and quietly make my way back to the den. Thud, thud. I heard the door handle shaking as the thudding continued louder than ever. I still have the knife, but I question its use against whoever is out there. I hunker down behind the sofa, waiting for it to stop. I lean up to get a look at it, but again nothing. The pounding stopped, and it was silent. Nothing was outside. I get up, making sure that I don't break eye contact with the window for even a second. Making it past that door to my phone is my top priority. I walk carefully up to the door, hugging the wall so that I am not seen. I am ten feet from my bedroom door. I step out form around the corner to see it there in the window staring at me. It slammed its face into the window cracking it, sending web-like fracture throughout the glass. It fogged up the window with its breath. Its eyes burned bright yellow and its face was unbelievably pale. Its mouth hung open crooked, full of jagged yellow teeth. Its mouth slowly turned upwards into a grin, but it sat there, making no noise with its face against the glass. I froze. I screamed in my head, run. But I couldn't move. Its grin grew wider as it gazed at me, feeding off of my terror. It pressed its head into the window again, cracking it more. I closed my eyes tight, shaking my head, regaining control over my body. When I opened them again it was gone. I ran into my bedroom and slammed the door behind me. I ran into my room and set the knife on my desk next to my phone and ripped my phone off of its charger. I open up the contacts and hit the first number on the recent contact list. Thud. Thud. The door is shaking violently. 
The phone is ringing. My mom answers. What? She sounded tired. Where are you? I was yelling. I'm in the den. Where else would I be? It's 11.30. Quit yelling. She said quietly. I pulled my phone away from my ear to look at the screen, hoping to figure something out. I thought you were out for dinner, I asked, my voice thin. We've been back since 8.20. She sounded exasperated. I hung up the phone and put it back on my desk. The knife was gone. No, 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 this isn't right. I was on the couch. I think I would have known if they came home. I slowly opened my door to peer out at the front window. The cracks in the glass were gone. I stepped out into the entryway and looked outside. It's dark, but no movement whatsoever. I looked out into the den to see my mom sitting on the sofa watching celebrity news that she recorded. What the hell is happening? I didn't take any medication so I was sure as hell sober. I look at the glass, rubbing my head. This all happened. Why is everything normal? Why isn't the glass broken? I walk down the hallway to my brother's room to talk to him, but he is fast asleep. The dogs come running out as soon as I open the door. The dogs weren't in there when I opened the door earlier. I pet them and let them out. I let the dogs back in and my mom turns to me. Why did you call me? I didn't know you were home, I replied. She frowned, go to bed. I turned and walked back to my room, keeping a watchful eye on the front door. There is no way that I imagined this, it was all too real. There is no way that they were home, I was in the den the whole time. I pulled the covers up tight to my chest, hoping it would bring me comfort. It didn't. I threw the covers off and began typing. I remembered that Reddit had a place for things like this, a place where people could share experience and seek advice. What was out there was as real as I am. The fear I am feeling is real too. What the hell was that thing? Why my house? Why me? Never in my life have I been paralyzed by fear before. Please believe me. Please help me. I live in a two-bedroom apartment with my roommate. It's a pretty rundown building with only 12 units and three floors, including the basement. The security is pretty much non-existent. Both the front and back doors to the building don't lock properly, and to be honest, anyone could probably break down the unit doors with just their body mass. That being said, the walls in this apartment are paper thin. You can hear anything and everything, which makes talking about anything personal a little off-putting. I'm someone who locks the door behind me immediately when I enter my apartment or my car. I am weary of people due to some trauma in my past. After living here for a few months, I felt pretty secure despite the lack of locks and such. My neighbors are all kind and normal from what I can tell. People generally keep to themselves and my floor is quieter than the others. I almost never see anyone in the hallways. One day, I was home alone and in the bathroom. The knob handle on the door of the bathroom does not have a lock, on either the outside or the inside. When I went to open the door to get out of the bathroom, the knob wouldn't turn. I immediately started panicking and thinking of the worst possible reasons for why the door wasn't turning. It was as if the whole knob was frozen, it wouldn't even jiggle the way that a normal locked door would. I regrettably didn't have my phone with me, so couldn't even call my roommate to come help. I stopped trying to open the door, and after about two to three minutes of pacing in my very small bathroom, I tried again, and the door opened normally. Some time had passed, and nothing else strange happened until a few months later. I was home alone again and used the bathroom. 
This time, I was showering and expecting my partner to come over at some point. When I was out of the shower drying off, I heard footsteps passing by outside the door and a bedroom door open either mine or my roommate's. They are next to each other right outside the bathroom. I figured it was my partner so I continued to take my time. When I reached for the handle, it was frozen again and I was locked inside the bathroom. I started pounding on the door hoping whoever was there, my partner or my roommate, would hear and come help. When the door locks, it's almost as if there's pressure being put on the other side of the handle. At this point, I'm nervous that whoever I heard is not someone I know. I pounded so hard on the door it dented it to give you an idea of how fragile they are. After some aggressive pounding the door finally opened. Of course there was no one I could see in the apartment. My partner wasn't there, nor was my roommate. I immediately called my roommate to ask if they had come into the apartment to grab something, hoping that I was just ultra paranoid. They told me they hadn't and I explained the situation. They gave me permission to search their room. I did so very nervously. I checked every closet and under the beds and the couch to make sure there was no one hiding. I don't really know what I would have done if I found someone, but I knew I had to check or I wouldn't feel safe. A few more months have passed, and nothing has happened to either my roommate or myself. She has never experienced the door locking, and I have only experienced it happening while no one was home. This past weekend my family came and picked me up for a wedding. When they dropped me off in the evening, they came inside to use the bathroom and check out my apartment they don't live nearby. My dad was examining things the way dads do, and he was looking at the bathroom door quizzically. I decided to tell them the weird story of being locked in there a few times, nonchalantly. I wasn't as shaken up about it anymore, and since so much time had passed I just assumed that it must just be the latch on the door. My dad, who is pretty paranoid himself, didn't like those stories and examined the latch and knob himself. He said they looked fine to him and must have just stuck from heat or something. Get this, that very same night I was locked in the bathroom again. It felt like an eerie coincidence to me, given that I had just spoken out loud about the occurrence, and I'm always worried about what people might hear outside the apartment. I told my roommate about the occurrence last night. We talked about what could possibly have caused it, theorizing what or who it could be. I even noted that I felt uneasy talking about it out loud, and she agreed. That night, I woke up to really loud pacing in the hallway outside our unit door at around midnight. I went out to make sure our doors were locked they were. The pacing continued for over an hour. Unfortunately my unit does not have a peephole, so I can't safely look at what's going on. Could be entirely unrelated, but it's certainly abnormal behavior for the folks in this building to be lurking the halls late at night. What do you think? Should I be more concerned or am I being ultra paranoid? When my dad died, I was in my family home by myself and I kept hearing a small bell ringing. I'd lived there for years and never heard the bell before or since. I searched around the house and it was coming from my mom's bedroom. On the window ledge was a small porcelain bell, but it didn't have the ringer inside. I went back downstairs and the ringing started again. I rang my mom at work and asked her if she knew where it could be coming from. She broke down crying and said years before I was born her and my dad had agreed to ring the bell if they ever died to let the other person know they were okay. I'm almost certain I never knew this story.
I sleep on the ground floor with my window open. I have two big dogs to protect me, so I'm not really worried. However, this night I was woken up at 2 a.m. with my dogs growling. Then all hell broke loose as they both began to bark and snarl at the window. I looked at the window, and to my horror, a person was trying to climb inside. As my sleep-deprived brain tried to sort things out, I realized it was my upstairs neighbor who suffers from dementia. My dogs, too, realized who it was and stopped trying to approach her aggressively. I got into my wheelchair and started asking her to go back home. She told me she couldn't, that there was a man coming to hurt her. I tried persuading her that the man wouldn't know where she lived and that she was safe. She continued to try and climb through my window, pulling down my curtains and coming very close to pulling off the window frame. I told her she could come in through the front door, which wasn't really the safest thing for me to do, but I really didn't want her to fall and hit her head on the wall. However, she wouldn't stop trying to climb through the window. After a while of trying to calm her, she suddenly turned around and walked away. I'm in a wheelchair, and there is no way I could have caught up with her. I went outside, it was freezing mist outside, and she had a nightgown on, but I had no idea in which direction she had turned. I called the ambulance and told them that an elderly lady with dementia had just walked off in the middle of the night. While waiting for them, I tried knocking on my neighbor's door to see if they had any contact numbers for her family. No one answered the door to me. Anyway, after an hour of waiting, I called the police to see if she had been found, but no, she wasn't even being looked for, so I reported her missing again and waited. After a while of a whole lot of nothing, I called them again. They didn't have notice of my previous call, so they weren't looking for her still. I finally got through to a sergeant who took it really seriously, and in five minutes, I finally had police cars coming and looking for her. I was finally able to relax, knowing it's in someone else's hands. Finally, I tried sleeping on the sofa since I have no curtains to my bedroom now. The family knocked on my door a few hours later and let me know that the neighbor was safe and thanked me for trying to make sure she was okay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm going to be honest. I was a mess. 
I was crying, just so relieved she hadn't wandered off into one of the fields and died. That was one of the most stressful nights ever. The neighbor moved out into a care home not long after, so I'm a bit safer from someone trying to climb through my window at night now. One Friday night in my junior year of high school, things were winding down, and I was getting ready for bed when I realized that I had to get up to use the toilet. On my way back from the bathroom, I felt a rather strange presence and energy coming from down the hall. Now, every light in the house was off at this point, and it was two o'clock in the morning. I couldn't tell what this weird feeling was, but it just felt like someone was standing there in the corner. I couldn't see anything, so I ignored it and walked straight back to my room. Anyway, it freaked me out a bit, and I turned and quickly got back into bed. As I lay in bed scrolling through my phone, I heard some scratching on my door, followed by a few taps and the sound of movement outside of the door. At first I thought it was one of our dogs, so I shrugged it off. Sometimes our dog would get up during the night and try to get into one of our rooms to sleep with us in our beds, but we trained them not to do that and ended up shutting all our doors because we needed them to stay in their own beds. Eventually, I started to hear beeping noises that sounded like a wristwatch or some kind of beeper. Naturally, being the paranoid person I am, I grabbed one of the kitchen knives that I keep on my bedside table and hid under the covers quickly. This day I had prepared for many years, and I really didn't believe it was actually happening. Was there really someone in our house right now? The sense of there being someone outside left as I heard the sounds of movement go away, and the scratching and beeping completely vanished. After 20 minutes of lying in bed holding a kitchen knife under the cover, shaking, I listened out and waited for someone to open my door, but that never happened. After around 30 to 40 minutes, I decided to relax, and eventually, I went back to sleep. But still, I had a knife in my hand, clenched very tightly. It was also rather hard to get back to sleep that night, and I think it was all the way until 4am until I managed to properly doze off. The next morning, my parents were basically confused as I looked tired, and my dad woke me up when I had a knife in my hand. He was super worried and had no idea what was going on, so I explained that I'd actually taken one of the kitchen knives that we all thought we had lost from the kitchen and hid it in my drawer. I did this for safety, thinking that one night I might have had to use it, and I explained about the noises that I heard. I said that it was about 2 a.m. at the time, and neither of my parents was awake. They were both fast asleep. I also told them about the spot on the door where the scratches were made, and also the beeping noises. It was really weird, and to this day, I still have no idea what on earth that was. My parents just laughed at it, saying that all the doors were locked, and there was no sign of anyone breaking into the house. After all that, perhaps I was being paranoid, or maybe it was some kind of weird paranormal experience. My boyfriend and I share a house with a couple of friends temporarily. One is in the military and was gone for training when this happened. The other goes to mechanic school at night and doesn't get back to the house until after 10 p.m. My boyfriend is usually home from between 8 and 9 but most of the time he picks me up to run his errands with him picking up deposits from the stores, etc. During the week, I am home alone from around noon until around 8 or so. This night, however, my boyfriend had a meeting directly after work, and those always last a couple of hours. 
I have absolutely horrific migraines, so I was hurting really bad. I took something and laid down. My boyfriend came home at one point during the day he's a manager and some days he just floats to help stores that need help to grab something he needed and then he left. I apparently fell asleep right after that. I woke up around 8.30 and noticed he wasn't home. I figured he would be soon and I fell back asleep. A little after 9 I woke up and I couldn't figure out why he wasn't home. Then I remembered his meeting and just decided to watch some Netflix. I should mention that we recently had someone move out. She was given 30 days to leave so we changed the locks when she left the guy who owns the house. One of the friends we live with and me are the only ones with keys at this point because the military guy was gone and my boyfriend hadn't gotten a chance to make a copy yet. I told him every day to take my key but he never did. He would go through the unlocked back door and then leave through the front door which he couldn't lock. That was the situation on this day or night. One of the friends, the one that owns the house, has two big dogs. One is a couple of years old and sometimes just barks to bark, I think. The other is a lot older and he only barks if something is up. I've also learned the difference in the barks from the younger dog. Around 9.30ish, both dogs started going absolutely crazy. They only bark like that when someone is outside the house like when their owner comes home from school, someone is here doing yard work, etc. I look out my window, but it's obviously dark outside and I don't see anything. I try to stay calm and just wait until my boyfriend gets home from his meeting whenever that would be. My cat freaks out if he hears anything in the hallway which runs in front of my door. He was sleeping, so I figured all was good. Around 9.45, I had to go to the bathroom and I couldn't hold it any longer. I poke my head out the door and look left to the other side of the house. Of course that side is pitch dark because he won't be home from school for at least another half hour. The bathroom is directly across the narrow hall from me and one door to the left. I practically leap into the bathroom from our bedroom and shut the door. While I'm in there, I hear some loud thudding near the door and a sound like one of those big rubber dog bones bouncing and hitting the baseboard of the wall. I dial 911 on my phone, but I don't press send. I just wanted it ready in case. I peek out the door and there is no dog bone and no toy that could have caused that noise. I sprint back into the bedroom and lock the door. After I get in the room and get back in bed, the dogs start going crazy again. Suddenly, my cat jumps awake and went into, should I run or should I attack, position, staring intently at the bedroom door with his ears back. At this point, I am really scared. I text my boyfriend and ask him to please let me know when he's pulling up at home so I can unlock the bedroom door and I'll know it's him at the door and that I would explain later. He calls me immediately and asks me what was wrong. Turns out he's about to turn on our road, thank God. I tell him what happened and he goes, stay in the bedroom with the door locked until I tell you it's okay to open it. And he stays on the phone with me. He tells me he's killing his lights and quietly pulling into the driveway he has a hybrid and then he's going to bust into the house. He busts into the house. The dogs don't make a sound even considering they didn't hear him pull up. He wasn't a stranger so they didn't bark. He runs to the kitchen and grabs a giant knife and searches every single inch of the house. He did one pass through and then told me it was okay he opened the door to see if I heard anything else and then goes for a second inspection of the house. He said the backstorm door was open a bit even though he shut it before when he went through it to get in the house earlier in the day. 
The dogs can't open that door, so it definitely wasn't them. He didn't see anything strange or moved in the house, and said that if someone had been outside, either he or the dogs scared them off. He got up early the next morning and made a key. Now the doors stay completely locked. I did not sleep more than 2-3 hours a night for 3-4 months, and what happens is, your brain wants its REM sleep and you dream while awake. So I was lying in bed reading when I heard what sounded like big bare feet coming up the stairs. I live alone and the doors were locked so I kind of freaked out. And up pups the head of a gray alien looking towards me with malice. I jumped up in my bed, hit my head on the slanted roof and knocked myself out. Still a mark in my roof. My husband used to leave for work at 4 a.m. Most days I kept sleeping, but one morning I couldn't so I made a nest on the living room floor, right in front of the TV and played Oblivion. After an hour or so of playing, I heard the eeriest music. It was behind me and coming closer, and I thought, holy F I'm gonna die, who knew it'd be just like a movie. Before suddenly remembering that my baby sister had left her broken phone at our house. It was her ringtone, steadily getting louder playing the Walking Dead theme song, which I don't watch. I was working on something in the garage at home. We have four bikes in there. One of the bike bells rang on its own. A few days later I was standing on the opposite side of the kitchen from where the garbage disposal is located. Suddenly the disposal turned on for a second. grew up in a haunted house. One time me and my family had come home from being out. Family stayed outside to clean up a bunch of toys and bikes we had left out in the front yard. I went into the house to pee. As I'm peeing I can hear someone like sloshing their hands back and forth in the big box of Legos my little brother had in his room. I finish up and I'm like, aren't you supposed to be outside helping everyone clean? And as I turn into his room I see the box of Legos in the corner with the lid on. No one there, still making the sloshing sound. Ran out of there as fast as I could. Three weird things. One, I'm legally blind but can see okay with special glasses. Couldn't find them for a while after getting friends to help search. They left and I went to rest out of anxiety, nodded off and woke up with the glasses in my hand. Two, not a sleepwalker but woke up in a pantry closet pulling pajamas and old newspapers out of a small hole in the wall in the back of an old farmhouse. Three, was up late wrapping presents on Christmas Eve, not alone in the house but everyone was asleep and legit heard jingle bells on the roof. No tracks in the snow, etc. Not unexplainable, a little strange at the very end, but definitely scary. I got home in the evening while living in rural PA and had to shoo some cats away from my trash cans. Thirty minutes later, I hear rustling at the trash cans. I run out the front door annoyed, turn the corner to the cans, and I'm face to face with an enormous black bear. I yell, yeah, at the top of my lungs, and that bear bolts up a tree in a blink, faster than I would have thought possible for something that big. So I'm marveling at the speed, staring at the bear which I'm now aware is a terrible move. The bear is staring at me like, 
<laughs> You're not as big as I thought. I'm pretty sure I can murder you. He shuffles back down the tree, reaffirms. Yeah, I can definitely murder you. So I start backing up while making myself as big as possible, giving him a non-verbal. You sure about that, bro? While the bear is pondering that, I scoot back inside and go to get my gun. Then I remember I don't have a gun. So I grab a handful of silverware, head to the second story deck, and start chucking it at the bear, who is back at the trash cans. A fork connects with his head pointy end. He gives a F.U. swipe with his paw, knocking over both of the trash cans. Then he lumbers off into the woods. The only slightly strange part is a week later, 60 miles away from my house. A Rutgers University student is killed by a black bear. Couldn't help but wonder if it was the same bear, still pissed off about getting hit with that fork. My mom and dad would always leave me home alone on Fridays, sometimes even Saturday. My parents go to out because of my mom and dad couple's therapy session, but this therapist was for later at night, maybe 7.30ish to 9.30. I stay in my room and turn off all the lights, shut the door lock to swell through the windows I am paranoid, and always lay under my blankets in full darkness, not a light on in the house. But one day while I was grabbing some water, I saw what looks like a 70-year-old man. Outside looking for a way into my house, I was terrified he had a grin so large, and it also looked like he was saying something crawled to my bed and quickly messaged my mom to come back I was having a nervous breakdown, but stayed quiet I then crawled to an opening in my upstairs where it looks towards. The front yard he saw me. I didn't even open the blind just peeked through the blinds he stared for a while. I was so scared to move, and when he started to knock looked back and disappeared. My mom and dad arrived and he disappeared. The next week after that he showed up around 8.40 at that point I had bats in my room and also camped out in the place he first saw me. He then saw me again with an even wider grin on his face. I was frozen I just accepted my fate, but I didn't want to die for a while he started knocking in a way that he could knock the door down I was terrified and afraid of what to happen. I then heard a thud and a second one the door had fallen off its hinges I got scared and just ran to my room hid under my bed with the bat saw him sort of, but he was different. He was now a dark figure with skin peeling off muttering words. I could not hear he was much taller about 7 to 8 feet, I wasn't 100% sure but he was. Closing in my room I was scared out of my mind and decided to die fighting, that is till I stood up and saw him towering he was scrawny still he muttered words that I couldn't understand he went inside the bathroom next to my room and I sprinted out. I prepared an escape route in my head which was run to the end of the street and climb a nearby person's fence, but to my terror he was right behind me he was catching till I saw my parents car almost getting run over they saw what was chasing me and quickly unlocked the car door. We crashed into him hitting his leg. He then from the floor started running on all fours. My dad had a blank expression mom terrified. I was in shock my dad's told my mom how did it follow us here. I asked you know what that is my dad said yes when you were first born it showed up at night with a large grin. He was in the form of an old man. I told my dad I saw last week but thought he wouldn't return we never looked back and left the country it's been 10 years and we never talk about it anymore I still get nightmares.